Hello, hello, and welcome, welcome, welcome. How, Tommy, I love that little laugh you do. <laughs> I like that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the PhD podcast. My name is Kellen King. I'm Tommy DeSalt. PhD also stands for Post Hump Day. Yeah. Okay? Comes out every Thursday. So you're listening to this hopefully right when it came out. Uh, Tommy, did you have a good week? Yeah, man. It was a nice little adventurous week. Um, For more than just you, I heard someone kind of had their own adventure, went on a own little, uh, not a scavenger <laughs> hunt, not an Easter egg hunt, but more of a they man. Call it a man hunt. A man hunt. Uh, yeah, man. I started a, started some new work recently, mm-hmm. so that's been keeping me busy and waking up uh, super early. Yep. Um, but somebody else was up early uh, or never went to sleep. Yeah, there was a man hunt. Um, a man hunt. <laughs> And so it was about an hour from here. And wait, pause. Tommy predicted where the guy was hiding out. Dude, I uh, heard. thanks for yeah. That, <laughs> that was uh, the punchline of the entire story. All right, let's do it like you. Let's try it. Let's I was try about it. To tell. Okay, don't everybody just uh, men in black moment where you have that little eraser they show it in your face. Okay, you forgot everything that just happened. All right, and go. So there's a manhunt. Dude, weekend. so I've been having to wake up and drive like a lot, a yeah. lot. Yeah. And so while I'm driving, I listen to. All different podcasts and stuff. Yeah, like post hump day, like post hump day, and, yeah. and then there's this one. Uh, well, there's a couple of police podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's one that's called. I'm going to shout them out. Yeah, uh, two cops, one donut. Such a good name. Um, and we're you at least are going to be on it sometime soon. Maybe that was the plan. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, to talk about. Um, yeah. Sure. The drug world and different stuff, but. Uh, then there's this other podcast also called uh, Street Cop uh, Training. It's Street Cop Podcast, but they have a training program behind it. Um, now, I've been listening to a lot of these podcasts. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's crazy how much you can learn if you just listen. Yeah. So while I'm driving, I'm hey, listening. men out there. Yeah. Say that again, Tommy. It's crazy how much you can learn if you just listen. Isn't that right, B? Shouldn't men just know that? Yeah. She's like, huh? What She's ironically not listening. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, but why I even bothered to mention that is this. This this scanner comes across this alert that there's a manhunt in the, you know. A man, that would be sweet if the alert that came in was like a little jingle. So, a, a manhunt. Man <laughs> <laughs> so, dope. typically, like when I get these alerts, they're in other states. They're like far away. Okay? Yeah. This one was kind of in our backyard, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, and like close enough that I was like, I need to drive out there mm-hmm. um, to do what <laughs> to, to lend a helping hand. Oh, like I'm gonna do something. So you're like those twister people, dude. I'm the worst probably person for like SWAT or a task force team <laughs> to like have to deal with. But anyways, as this is progressing, because it was a high speed chase, they, they threw. Um, spikes. Yep, they were successful. Uh, Did you see the this, suspects or? bail on foot? Mm. Okay, and then they lose them. Okay, now here's the deal. It was off westbound Highway 80. Uh, all cars, Sunnyvale, all cars, westbound 80. area. 
What you say? I'm just trying to do the uh, intercom. Like, all calls are call. All cars, all cars. Westbound on 80. <laughs> I was just trying to help you out in the background. Sorry. I think it's all units. I don't know. Yeah, all uh, units, all units. <laughs> Sorry, shit. But uh, it's a man. It's huh? a man, huh? All right, go Dude, ahead. we should cut that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, we should. <laughs> so, so, anyways, um, dude, I'm like just listening to the general descriptions through the radio, mm-hmm. and I'm on Google Maps, bro. And I'm like, I look at B, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I think I know where this is happening. So, sure enough, I pull up the map, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is definitely their description of, like, off the highway and general area. But beyond that, dude, I was like, all right, let's see mm-hmm. if I've learned anything at all. Did you tailgate and, it? And <laughs> I don't want to say I was sitting there, like, Monday morning quarterbacking this yeah. whole deal. Um, but, A, I have a – I would say a high IQ of, wow. of, of, of street smart. Yeah, what do you guys think? <laughs> okay, we haven't yeah, I, we haven't done the audience in a while. Just, yeah, we'll get some engagement, yeah. dude. I, yeah, so book smart, I'm, I'm decent, but street smart, more so. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking like through the the you know, yeah, lens of both sides. I'm like, all right, well if he's going westbound and then this happened and then he's running off the like, which way is he running to? Right. He hits a neighborhood. Is he going left, right? Is he going through it? These different scenarios. Well, just to fast forward for you, um, about two hours later. Uh, you were there for two hours? No, 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 no. I was here. Okay. I wasn't there. All right. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was looking you on a map. Were, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. And so about two hours later, while this is still going on, this started at 6.30 p.m. And just to give you reference, they didn't catch them till like 10 a.m. the next day. Okay. Um, now... It's probably 10.30 at night, and I'm looking at this map, and I look over at B and my family, and, like, they got to be, like, right here. You dropped a pen? (laughs) Yeah. I'm not, yeah, really, I did. And then I'm listening to, so they sent out, uh, like, two Bearcats and MRAP, like, all these SWAT vehicles and stuff. Um, They've got all different agencies involved in this at this point. What did this guy do? Um, So... Well, it was a stolen vehicle um, is when the, they ran the plates. Okay. Now, beyond that, I didn't take the time to look up his okay. full rap sheet, but he was a bad dude. Okay. He shot at police officers oh, also yeah, during this whole engagement. That so. gets them all going. I mean, if you've ever, guys, if you've ever played GTA <laughs> exactly. and you shoot at one, even if it's a pedestrian, you take take one shot, that's one star. Yeah, you want to get up to... Uh, then when you get, you shoot a cop, that's like three stars, <laughs> at least. Then you got the four-star tank coming, some helicopter SWAT. Yeah. Then you're just like pulled up on the... Okay, doesn't matter. But so yeah, the so whole th- thing about that, and actually... At yeah. least four stars. They had helicopter, they had drones, they had all different uh, instruments being used. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's the crazy thing is that, like, where I said it would be, he was there, there. there was two guys, but it was exactly. See, I already knew that, though, because B told me. Yeah. So that's what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. That's badass, though. So you maybe you have the wrong career. Like, maybe you should get into, dude, I love, I would love to be a detective. Oh, God. Can I, I play this clip of Tommy? I think it should be the jingle. All right. Um. 
Can I just yeah, yeah go this? for it? You can do it to If you mine. send it, uh, yeah, send through, it this was, this was like a different one. Here, I can connect to the thing real quick. I I turned it off because I was. He um, was telling me a story about the time he got hurt in practice, and then his phone went off. And this should be the this was this was actually months ago. All right, here we go. Hold on. Police radar went off, right? Man hunt. It's a man hunt, dude. He's set up like an old man watching golf. Checking out these. Uh, that's this, that's the scene I'll show you guys. Yeah, he's set up in his living room. Maybe we uh, can post it on uh, our socials. It's yeah. a manhunt. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, do you ever was, have that yeah. itching that you want? But the thing is, I would like to be a detective. Yeah, no, I really. But do. I would never, ever want to be a police officer. So oh, I would. I wouldn't. Mm-mm. So, like, that's the thing. I would like to be a detective. I'd like to do that. But you got to be a like, basically, I, you know, like a street cop. Yeah, two cops, one donut. You got to be a you know beating the streets a little bit and yeah. Well, uh, see, it's different in different agencies sure. depending on where you live because I know um, different parts of the country. You actually start out in corrections. Yeah. Okay. Which I think is smart because you learn all the slang, you learn how they act, how they talk, you mm-hmm. pick up on. I'm uh, with you on that. all of that, and I'm then you. you go to patrol, and then from there you get assigned different. You know. Um, now I have friends that are, that are police officers. Yeah. Same. I think we all do actually in this room, um, of different ages. I've got friends that are in South Texas and I can tell you their experience is much different than being in a big Metro oh, uh, yeah. area. So, but yeah, it was interesting. Um, and that is cool. I would like I said, I think you maybe you got to think about your career again. Be a detective. I we could be they could be a little uh, like detectives together. What partners? Why can't I think of that? Partners. When I was uh, eighteen years old, nineteen. I'm sorry, nineteen years old. Correct. Um, yeah, I tried to uh, tried to go into uh, joining the Marines and. Uh, and they, they, too many injuries. Too many. Uh, I had too many. I would have had a lot of waivers. Yeah, is what they told me. Yeah, and I wasn't that special. That it uh, wasn't were, just bone spurs either. It was a lot of. Well, uh, not only that, but my. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> background in general. Yeah, his dick didn't work. That's what. No, I was just uh, that was the waiver. What, what the? What if that was like? No, I I don't think that would be of much concern. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's I was a joke. Uh, it does work, by the way. I know. Uh, the thing was though is is yeah. So after that happened, I kind of just threw all of that out. I was like, you know what? They probably don't want. Me. But the thing about police is, there's actually quite a few police officers that grew up and kind of had a, a little bit of a rocky. Yeah. Um, and I think it makes you a better a cop. better first responder in general. Whether you're a it firefighter, does. whether you're a police officer, is ha- having um having that experience yeah you're gonna be able to speak their language you're gonna be able to know what's actually going on yep um and like no i wouldn't say like being uh, a drug addict but being being around like if you're in the dope game at all yeah and you you kind of know what they took right. like if they're overdosed and all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. I, I, real quick mm-hmm. um and then i i know you had a really exciting weekend and i want to get to that mm-hmm. um, but real quick i was watching a now that you say that, I'm like, damn, I, I'd be halfway decent. But again, I haven't ever gone through an academy or anything like that. So uh, who knows if I'd 
be worth my salt, you know. But yeah. I was watching. Um, I think it would be fun. I would. Love I was to. watching uh, Cops Reloaded last night, and there was one episode, and it's, it was just, it was a similar thing. I kind of called it before it happened. Mm-hmm. Was this lady had called the police and said she'd been robbed. She worked at a um, at a store. Yeah, and they they have cash coming through, and they have bait, like a bank type bag that seals and they write the amount, all this stuff. Right. Anyways, um, so the police get there, detective gets there and I'm like, bro, she did not get robbed. <laughs> I she promise you. And then just fast forward is they found it under her uh passenger seat. So Ooh. she was trying to say she got robbed, but really she was stealing the money. Yeah. And that's the thing about uh people and there's a saying that, that in the in the recovery community or or you know uh in the dope game in general yeah it's like you know your so-called friends will will steal your dope and help you look for it yep i that makes sense yeah they because <laughs> like, like yeah that's uh, that's so true yeah I, i've people heard get that expression. murdered over that yeah i've heard that expression and which is crazy like i will we'll listen to these podcasts or listen to like watch some documentaries and it's always over some like it's always over like some chump change it's like yeah it's like over 200 bucks. I'm like, God. Dude, we just watched the guy last night. He went to life in yeah. Oklahoma over $300. Yeah, and I'm just like, that is, uh, yeah, count me out. Um, but yeah, I did have an exciting weekend. Yeah, so uh, um, mine was uh, more so from the, the couch uh, and hanging out after work. We were Yours both, was out in town. Yeah, it was at AT&T Stadium. I, we, will, we were both looking at breadcrumbs. So you were looking at breadcrumbs <laughs> that you saw. If everybody, all my Swifty fans out there, you know that uh, Miss Taylor Swift, she throws out the breadcrumbs in her song. So <laughs> we, I went to the Taylor Swift concert this weekend uh, at AT&T Stadium. I went, when did I go? Friday. Uh, it was badass. It was, I'm not kidding you, it was the best concert I've ever been to. Oh and, my gosh, yeah. what a statement. And, uh, you know, like, Lulu's a big Taylor Swift fan. I am a, am, uh, I would say maybe immediate, maybe like a, a novice <laughs> Taylor Swift fan. But it was a fucking blast. Uh, it was at least three hours long. Okay, we, so you got your got money's there, worth. Yeah, we got there at, uh, let's see, what time? We got there around like five, and there was no bad traffic. Like there was, I, I got there in thirty minutes from what? Yeah, I parked like pretty not too far away, but I parked over by like the old uh, ballpark and okay, Arlington. yeah, 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 like the new uh, Renegades uh, Stadium. That's right. It's called like Choctaw, whatever. So that's like probably about a mile, two miles away from AT and T Stadium, and just walked straight to it. Like didn't have any problems whatsoever. When we left, but I'm gonna talk about what we had like happened during. But when we left, like no problem, was like easily out of the parking lot, down the road, (laughs) at our house. Thirty minutes later, so parking, traffic, nothing. Okay, we get there uh, and they hand out these bracelets. This is like this blew my mind. They hand out these bracelets that have like a little, uh, you know, it's got like an LED light on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, we're sitting in the stadium. Uh, the concert starts and like they start lighting up, right? They're all like, at first they're all the same color. It's like a blue and it's like, oh shit, like it's happening. And like, so like uh, mine's lit up because I had already pulled the little tab out so you could get the battery, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. So Lulu's over there. She's like, oh, how do I do this? And I pull it, you know, and so then hers light, lights up. But they started doing stuff like 
inside the stadium. It was not just everything was the same color. Like if you're over in that section, it you know it would flow around. Yeah, like there it was, was hearts, designed. Yeah, hearts were being made. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, how the fuck is this happening? Like, how do they know where I'm sitting at? How, I know it's a transmitter, but it's like, how is it so accurate? Like even mine and uh, Lulu's, like they were going on different stuff, and like everybody's was. And then I went to go get merch at one point uh, because like. I'm not. She's not gonna go. <laughs> she's. It's. This is her Super Bowl. Pause real quick. I saw pictures. Mm-hmm. The. I want to say morning day, uh, like the merch the day before. The day before, okay. the merch line. Dude, I missed a whole album. Uh. <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, we'll get there. So, yeah. So, like, I went out to get some merch or whatever, and. uh like, the first time we tried to get merch, it was before she even went on. And, I mean, it was, like, uh, there was no way. It was going to take <laughs> at least an hour. And uh, so I was there, and my my thing quit working. Like, it, I mean, it didn't quit working. It just wasn't blinking or anything. I was like, that's really interesting. But as soon as I, like, got back to my seat, mm-hmm. it started working again. Yeah. And I don't, like, they just handed them out randomly. So it wasn't like, you know, it was a sign to me or anything like that. But just like how the technology on it freaked me out a little bit. I was watching that. Like the whole thing was just an experience. So we'll talk about the merch first and then we'll go back into the concert a little bit. Cool. Uh, Yeah, I missed like a whole album because just like line out the door, just everyone's trying to get that Eras Tour merch. Yeah. Uh, I only got one thing for Lulu's daughter, but it was really fun. So then inside, uh, like, dude, she just... She's a fucking um she's just incredible. Honestly, I uh I was I just was hoping I was wishing that when I was watching this I was like I wish like other artists meant this much to fan bases like and w- had this opportunity as an artist to be able to like celebrate their work of art. If that makes sense. Here's yeah. Does that make sense cuz like she went through every single one of her albums like and she would when I said the breadcrumb thing what she would do is be you know she'd be like I hope you guys got a second because this is going to take a while. And she like had her guitar out and everyone would be like, fuck yeah, yeah, here we go, yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, what song is she about to sing? And she's like, oh, it's going to be, uh, oh, I don't even remember. It's the 10-minute song, whatever the fuck that one is. Uh, uh, all Too Well. She's like, oh, yeah. it's the, she's going to sing All Too Well. I was like, well, how did you know that? She says, it's going to take a while. It means it's 10 <laughs> minutes long. And then there's another one. Like Just, just every single one was like, so cryptic and like she was like Mister like she was like the Riddler from Batman just like saying little. I things. saw some clips. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I. I, I and yeah. I was just like, who? Yeah, like she would, it would just be like, um, this one's about from the point of view from a boy named James. Like, who? Who's James? She's about to sing <laughs> Betty. Betty's about to be. Oh, I love Betty. And so like I'm just like okay. I mean, all her songs kick ass. I think when she played them, but it just she was super cryptic when she was talking. And, like, everybody was hanging on her last word. Yeah. Well, when you're that well-known, you get to do that. Yeah. So you might as well take advantage of that. Here's the thing. She's got an interesting in, if you want to say that, because I'd say most of the generation before us, our generation and the next generation, kind of grew up with her. Yeah. And you've watched her grow up. Um, through music and yeah. through every album. So, um, A, 
she's a songwriter uh, and an artist that's been yeah. fortunate enough to get to release that many albums, right? Of songs, yeah. B, she's had so much momentum with with various songs. Yep. Um, so it is a very unique thing. There's a couple things I wanted to say about that. So first of all, I'll, I'll talk about her work of art for a second. So like, what I was saying earlier is. It was an experience, and I, I was, I mean, I'm a fan of Taylor Swift. I'm not like, like Lulu is, you know what I mean? And I'm not like how I hear other uh, people talk about Taylor Swift. Uh, but I would, I would hope that like other artists had opportunities like that. Like to be able to put on like this whole, like basically celebration of their work and ha- be able to be so creative. Like she had like set designs that were so insane. Yeah, but, but hold on. I, I, I have to say this is while I get that, what you also have to bring to the conversation is artists that do that. It goes against their draw, like their contract of with their label or whoever, like all those the budgeting in that. No, I understand that. So unless you know you're going to make that much money That's what money I'm saying. Back. I mean, she's projected to make $600 million, Yeah. And she's like already past that. But wh- what I'm, I'm saying is, is that I just wish that there was more like artists that were allowed to do what yeah. she was able to do. Like if I was an artist, if I was able to like have my own work of like body of work and I was like, hey, so I want to, because she jumped into a fucking pool. <laughs> Well, not really, but it, she like jumps off the stage, and it looks like she's like jumps into a pool, and she swims awesome. under the stage, and like oh man, and then she's like in an office. She sings one of the songs. It's called like uh, "If I Was a Man" or "If I Were a Man." I love that song. You know what I'm talking if about? If I was a boy, if I was a man. No, it's yeah. it's something. It's but she's like she's got like a she's got like a uh, executive suit on. She's dancing, and she's like going between the offices and all her dancers, and everybody knows all her backup dancers and all her like backup vocalists, like and all the like. Uh, I've seen them on documentaries. They're all the same people. Yeah. And there's this like new one that's there, and everyone's like, oh, or Lulu is like, he's everyone's favorite. Everyone loves him. And I'm like, <laughs> I can see why. This fucking dude's so funny. It's this like bigger black guy. He's just like killing it on the dance floor, like uh, just so over the top. And he was so good. The, I, uh, yeah. The, did you watch the documentary a couple years ago? Dude, we've watched all of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> watched there we watched them all it's it was really cool because and it was probably made it even more um you're probably more appreciative at mm-hmm. the concert because you know like all the stuff behind the scenes yeah like i had i recognized the backup dancers and the vocalists and like there's this one guitar player that you know he's been with her since the beginning he's a little bit of an older guy you know yeah and he's still got that like hip haircut that sometimes oh, guitar yeah. players will use you know like the the emo haircut but it's like it's like uh our boy aiden when he played uh he, he he would whip out the mohawk and be playing with with miranda so similar to that same type but, of but vibe. The long bangs yep. and like the the, the faux hawk up top yep. it's like like he he's been around forever and the only person who didn't get love was the drummer <laughs> you know, if you gotta like, yeah. you're in the back, dog. Yeah, I know. He was the only one. Everybody else, like the guitar players, would come out and they'd you know <laughs> sit on the stage and rock rock out. And then like even the the keys player, she introduced her. Like she's new to the band or whatever. The drummer just is like even he's there the whole time, just in the back, just like. Did he get a solo? Mm-mm. No solo. Didn't for get the didn't get shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, I gotta ask you this, uh, yeah. real quick. The merch. 
Yeah. I got to know, when you got up there, I mean, I saw pictures of the crowd and the line, but I didn't actually see the merch. Yeah. Was there many different options? Or yeah, you... I got pictures. I sent it to her from the... Uh... Okay, so that would increase traffic and the, the wait time <laughs> if there's so many options. There was, but there, so here it is right here. Uh, there's probably about, I don't know, 10, 15, no, probably 10 options. Uh, yeah, but that's front and back. Front and yeah, back. Yeah, so yeah, you're one, right. Two, you're three, right. Four, five. So there's really like... Seven or eight. Yeah. And uh, so like... We got her uh, that black long sleeve one with uh, Taylor face on I it. Like it's pretty cool. I like um, that one. I wanted to get one, but they're expensive. But here's yeah. the last thing that I was going to say. I mean, it was uh, really like an incredible concert. Like each album, she had a different theme for it. Like even her mic and her guitars that she used were different. Like she had like a for one of her albums, she had it's like it's called Reputation. It's like a snake. She was you know that's when she was like, oh, the whole that's snake. Clever. And she had like. Uh, you know, a, a snake on her mic, like wrapped around, like coiled around it, yeah. and then like her guitar. But anyway, uh, and so each album was like that. Uh, but what I want to say is, is like, so she she broke a lot of records uh, earlier this year, like for a female artist. Yeah. And uh, what I, like, there's a lot of TikTok songs that people that go popular, go famous. Like for example. One of the opening acts was that uh, girl, that band called Gale, which is like the A, B, C, D, E, F, F U. Yeah, that yeah. one. So, like, that one got popular through TikTok, right? Right. And they uh, they have all these, uh, like, viral TikTok songs that go, and that kind of makes people's careers, like, to a sense. I don't think I've ever heard, like, an actual, like, Taylor Swift. I mean, I hear him in the background every once in a while, but I don't think it really, uh, there's not, like, a, viral tiktok that taylor swift does that like really projected like i think drake even had one where he was like that right foot like he was like it go right foot no left you know what i'm talking yeah. about yeah uh so like and he was making that for tiktok he was doing it for a dance for it to go viral yeah she did all that yeah without... but she's not the kind of artist exactly. to do it for tiktok that's what i'm she's getting to do it for her and her, her crowd yeah with her crew and i'm kind of getting at that is that like she did it without having to like go on that exactly. to be able to do it. And it, it would be so easy for her to do that. And dude, that's how you gain long-term success. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, we're, let's take a break. Sure. And then I, uh, we'll jump back into that. And then actually I want to talk a little bit um, about your, your favorite concerts. Yeah. Um, I'm we'll touch on that. And then uh, got some more for you. We'll see you on the other side. And we are back. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so, yeah, we were talking about uh, the Taylor Swift concert. Uh-huh. Um, and, I mean, you made a bold statement saying it was your favorite concert ever. Dude, it's not a bold statement. If you would have well, been I just there, mean, like, you've seen a lot of concerts. No, I know. Uh, but, yeah, I get what you're saying. Dude. It was the best performance, best, like, uh, it was, dude, it was fucking incredible. I mean... For those of you guys, I won't. We'll get into some other stuff here in a second. But AT and T Stadium has that big jumbotron. You yeah. know, it's like huge. So I'm looking at that. I'm looking at the stage. I'm looking at the those LED lights I was telling you about. Like everything was just so. Sti- I felt like I was in Vegas. Like, uh, you know what I mean? So uh, it was very. But yeah, you were telling me you wanted to. Were they pumping oxygen in there? I mean, that's what I was. That's what I was asking. <laughs> the HVAC was above us, and it was starting to kind of make this noise when the she had some pyros go off. Yeah. 
And so the HVAC started making some noise a little bit because I think the heat turned up. And I was like, I think she's pumping in some type of perfume. Come on, there we go. So yeah, I mean, uh, so all different elements. Yeah, I want to. I want to ask you all. Um, so obviously, you said that was your favorite concert because of all the different elements. Yeah. Um, what is it that makes a concert that, that makes it? Because. I'll tell you this. Um, What's your favorite concert? How about that? One of mine was George Strait, Alan Jackson, and Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, that's uh, a this fucking was, Mount Rushmore lineup. I mean, killer show. Uh, this was years ago. Um, but here's the thing. The acoustics were terrible, mm. so the sound wasn't great in the stadium that we were in. Partially because our seats, partially because it was expensive. Yeah. Um, we were so far away, like, you couldn't really... I mean, you were watching the screen Yeah, you more couldn't than, see the parrot head hat shirts or anything. So, ironically, like, <laughs> it was probably the worst, um, but the experience of getting to be there, mm-hmm. the fan base, like you were mentioning, yeah. so there's some parallels there. Sure. Of diehards, you got the parrot heads, the yep. Jimmy Buffett stands. Mm-hmm. You've got King George, mm-hmm. and then you've got Alan Jackson. Remember um, when? <laughs> yeah, so just a bunch of nine eleven heads. Uh, Never mind. But it was, it was awesome mm-hmm. uh, being a teenager, getting to go to that. Um, I saw Willie Nelson at yeah. Ridgely Theater in Fort Worth. Which you said that's your first concert. That was my first ever concert. And if you're not familiar with Fort Worth, uh, Ridgely Theater is not a big venue. No, it's like a bunch of my friends have played there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's maybe 600 people. Yeah, if that, maybe. Yeah, 600 sounds about right. At most. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was front row standing Right used, up to the stage. We of, used to go to Ridgely all the time. That was the first time I smelled uh, marijuana. Marijuana. All units, all units. All units. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the Ridgely Theater here in town is like back when we were in high school and middle school. Uh, that would like all our friends kind of played yeah, there. Like we would spot. go there a lot over the weekend, just watch whoever play and that kind of stuff. Um, my favorite other concert, like if we're talking about an actual concert where I'm sitting there and the stage is not like a venue, you know, like a venue, not a stadium concert, you know? Yeah. More intimate, more intimate. Um, man, I, I, I've talked about chili fest on here a bunch, but, uh, whiskey Myers played at chili fest and yeah. I saw Led Zeppelin there too, or sorry, Leonard Skinner. I don't know why. <laughs> if I saw Led Zeppelin at chili fest, no, Leonard Skinner, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and Leonard Skinner was incredible, but I was a little bit too intoxicated, and I was like, they didn't even play Freebird. <sighs> My friends were like, dude, they played it back to back. Yeah, it kept going. They played it twice in a row. This no. one's going to take a while. <laughs> so I wasn't at, yeah, I wasn't at, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good one, dude. Uh, so, but the, uh, I wasn't as intoxicated for the Whiskey Myers show, and dude, it was like, I'm not kidding, that was like the happiest I had been for a long time, just like sitting there listening to music. You know, Dude, it's that's the, the that, I, isn't that the best? Like, yeah, festivals, for example. Uh, it, 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 same thing with like float trips. Okay, it's all about like as soon as you get there, it's fine. But like the mess to get there. Like, first of all, guys, Chili Fest. It's in College Station or a little bit outside of College Station, and it takes a while to get there. And then you gotta like you know 
get into a truck and drive, you know, and get it's just it's just like a whole hassle to get there. And if anybody knows me personally, knows I hate doing that kind of shit. Like float trips, I love being on the river and I like floating, but I hate stopping at the gas station and like making sure everybody has to take a shit. And then it's like, oh wait, uh, but we also got to go. Uh, we got to pick something up at Walmart. We get, you know, we need some uh, sunscreen. Yeah. It's like, dude, just and then, like and then you, fuck, you, you kiss a tweaker and her husband comes out. Okay, I mean. different. <laughs> but like, I'm just, I hate, I hate. Uh, I guess I'm just an impatient. But once like you're at Chili Fest and you're like sitting there right by the stage and it just hits you, you're like, I got two more days of this shit and I'm excited. Yeah. Oh. And like the music's playing and they play Frogman. Frogman's uh oh, have you ever heard that song? Dude, it's a fucking jam. We're gonna uh, play it real quick. We're just gonna I'm gonna set the mood. Sorry. <laughs> it's this is what they opened with. So it was uh oh man, I I can't spell it. They're the shit. coolest dudes. Uh, they are they play they really they are. on uh Yellowstone too for a little bit. They've been on a lot of things, man. Yeah. That's what I thought, but uh, I I I liked them before this, but like, I think seeing people in concerts really—you got to go see them live. You got to see the show. Yeah, I think it really. And, and after you play this, I want to say a couple things. So I'm gonna put the the get you the atmosphere. <laughs> so you're just sitting there, just waiting. You got yeah. a beer? People are about to start. This is when people sling beers. Right here. People are chugging beers, just dancing, just like beers getting thrown from each part Dude, of the stage. The smokes in the air. Smokes, yeah. It's just got a little haze. Oh, man. Yeah. What a time. Oh, so. Sorry. <laughs> you're good. So I just here's to what I want to say about that, though. Um, I, I thought about your question a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And. You describing that environments, environment, but 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 here's the kicker. Um, when you were in high school, mm-hmm. that feeling of it's Friday, there's a party tonight. Mm-hmm. You're meeting up with your friends. That like, Rebecca Black moment. So that feeling, okay, mm-hmm. is the same feeling I get on the way to a show. Is that internal just? I can't wait for this, right? Okay. Now, here's my litmus test with that. All right. Is once I get to the show, when the show's going on, do I still feel the way I did before? It's kind of like you're you're going to, you know, I don't know. If you do drugs or <laughs> have done drugs, <laughs> that rush before the rush of mm-hmm. I know what's about to happen. Gotcha. Um, And... I'm curious, like, if you think about the Taylor Swift concert you just went to. That was another thing. I'll I'll tell you. Did it maintain that throughout? It did. I'll tell you, like, for me, there was high expectations that I had to, like, make sure Lulu was having the best time of her life. What a good guy. Uh, It's her favorite show, like, favorite (laughs) artist. Like, I had to make sure, you know, I got off work early. Like, I was... Uh, you know, and I was trying to get across town and then like made sure that we got there at a decent time, made sure that we we got drinks, made sure we got to eat. And then as soon as we like got to our seats, like, you know, we saw the opening acts, but like we were like still like it was still didn't feel yet, you know. But then like when they started hitting that, that bass started coming in and Taylor, you know, like all her, her little circus delay stuff that was happening in the first part. Uh, that's when I started getting that feeling. I was like. 
And it, it made me feel great because, like, we walked, like, two miles to get there. You know, we walked around this big-ass stadium that fits so many people. We finally get to our seats. Finally find them. Some lady sitting in our seat, by the way. And I had get to kick her out here. Yeah, get your ass <laughs> out. And then um, when it started playing, I was like, finally. Like, it, it just felt like I could enjoy it, you know? And yeah. Uh, I like that feeling. And that's what – maybe that's, like, part of it. With, with, with At Whiskey Myers, when they played, man, dude, I – uh, I'm, I like country, but that's the type of country I like. Just like, oh yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's kind of just this and, and the live show, man. Mm-hmm. I can't stress it enough being yeah. there because you feel it in your chest, yeah. Uh, and you get to you get to see them. People are just like that's their, you know, the finest at their craft. They're slapping Franzia bags next to you. Yeah, people are dancing. It's muddy. Like no one gives a shit kind of uh, thing. Yeah. People are throwing beers to each other. I just it, it, it's it's exciting. a different feeling. Yeah. It makes so, me want to do something crazy. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, B, I want to know what your favorite your favorite concert uh, or concerts have been. Um, the first concert I ever went to was at American Airlines, and Ooh. it was the Rihanna concert. Riri, okay, um, that's sick. And we had floor seats and big baller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was really fun, but um, I don't remember a lot of it just because it was like you blacked like, out. I think it was like. Elementary or middle school, I can't remember. Uh, she blacked out. Yeah. Um, but the stage caught on fire and we had to evacuate. Uh, oh shit! So like, I don't know. So she has like some type wow. of like uh, went out with a fume and fury. Yeah, yeah. well, that's why she can't like, remember. I don't know, like Damn. scarred into my memory, but it was really fun. But we did have to like flee to the um stadium. But then, um, I think my other favorites are. So in college in Ruston, there's only like one bar in Ruston, and there's like an inside bar, but then the back part of the bar is like open to a field that's like fenced around. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it, but it was for people to come in. And like when Co Wetzel wasn't that big, like he played there. Yeah, um, I've seen him a lot. He, it, I, I like him. Is I, it kind of like an ice house setup? I don't know what that is. Uh, okay. Yeah. It sounds like it. it Yeah. Yeah. So I think Josh Abbott maybe came and played or something, but just the concerts out there, maybe it's that's my favorite. He's he's good at concert too. I haven't seen him in a while, uh, but he was pretty good when I saw him. But I'm I'm telling you, like Whiskey Myers wasn't, I mean, Leonard Skinner was playing that same weekend, right? And Whiskey Myers was a better show. And uh, it's just. Like I don't know. It was the atmosphere. It was kind of like the golden hour too. Yeah, sun was kind of going down a little bit. Like See, I just, was just yeah, I was just out in the fields. Yeah. See, yeah. that's like calf fry. Yeah. Same vibe. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, chili fest is more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I wouldn't. I calf wouldn't, fry I wouldn't for, compare. Like, calf fries for me. us, Oklahoma State. That was the the big one. See, here's uh, my thing. I hate when people try to compare those because yeah. I'm like, you can't really can't. compare it because Chili Fest, you've got Greek life involved. Yeah. Like, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. Whereas Calf Fry, it's, it's not, not set up yeah, the same way. Same. And and but um, Chili I, Fest was this weekend. I sold a bunch of. Yeah. I, did you know that? So actually, uh, Alex, the best wingman. Oh yeah. Alex, bro, you were supposed to hit us up. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, we were supposed. To, I, I we were gonna have him on sometime. I texted him. Uh, if you guys haven't seen him, check him out on on social media. He's the the best wingman. 
Um, TikTok's best wingman. Yeah, he, you're you're my best wingman. You yeah, really helped me. Dude, he came through Fort Worth, but uh, Damn. then he went to Chili Fest. Um, so he was out there. I bet you he had um, fun. I we used to go all the time. Like my friends would be like, "We are gonna stop when I turn 30. Not me. One of our other friends who's older. <laughs> but then we kept going, and I mean, I, I, we went until I guess the pandemic happened. So about two or three years ago. Yeah. Uh, I would still go. I love well, one last ride. I would like to, you know, Fast and the Furious fifteen. I would like to go one more time. Yeah, here's yeah. The thing about it for me is like, if I wasn't, yeah, I can go. Yeah, I mean, I've got responsibilities, but I'm saying yeah. it would be fun to. The last time I went, um, I was I was not sober at all, and it was yeah. an absolute shit show. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I had a, I didn't have a great time. <laughs> I almost got because here's the thing, and and actually I, I want to go back to something you mentioned earlier. Yeah, and B, I'm curious if you've ever had this happen as well. Um, it could be the uh, you know a favorite artist. It could be the right environment. It, everything the stars could align to have yeah. a really great experience, but you fucked it up. Yeah, because you drank too much. Yep. Um, or you got too high, mm-hmm. or you got in a fight with your significant other. Yep. Or your friends like dropped the ball. Like, there's so many yeah. things that can affect your experience mm-hmm. that the artist, the venue, they're not in control. Doesn't matter. Of. Yeah. Doesn't and matter. dude, I had that happen <laughs> uh, more than once. I actually passed out for an entire show um one time and that's um, why i think and this is actually when i was in college and you actually know some of the people that did this but dude they took my truck so Ooh. i woke up and i was at a venue in a basically a pile of rocks <laughs> and had no way to leave my phone was dead that's blood shit baby. i walked through dallas through parts of dallas you don't want to walk through at mm, night mm-hmm. and my bright idea is like this was before Ubers. Maybe there was an emergency and they had to rush to the yeah. hospital. Like, so I walked to the hospital. Uh, like, are there any of these names? Can you tell me if they're? How did people do it before Uber? Dude, I don't know. I mean, I know there's taxis and all that kind of well, stuff. Well, we did like, it. What do you mean? Well, I mean, yeah, we were but like, Ubers. but like having a halfway decent time after trying to figure that out. Well, I mean, like there have been times where I have been stranded somewhere and I've had to walk like uh, late at night. It's yeah. Yeah. Phone's dead, basically. Like, there's, I mean, I was, I was tripping acid in College Station one time, walking down the, the main county road out that there. That sounds fun, though. That's and, fun. dude, I had this Ryan Bingham experience. If you, if you ever, you know, look up Ryan Bingham, mm-hmm. uh, if you watch Yellowstone, you've seen him, you've heard him. He's got an album cover where he's basically like sitting on the middle of a road. So I was like, dude, I'm going to sit Indian style in the middle of this county highway and see what that feels like for a God. minute. And, dude, you know what the crazy thing was? Was these girls went to high school with, happened to be in College Station, were driving, and was like, is is that Tommy? Thomas? And they picked me up and put me in their car. But the same thing is, like, I didn't have Yeah, those are some of the most fun times, though. Yeah, but but Uber wasn't, like, a a thing. Yeah, it's good to be able to fall back on an Uber, especially if, like, you know, you and I, we're a little bit more adventurous when it comes to that. And things aren't going to, you know, there's not people that are like trying to do things to us. You end up, there's a yeah. half of the population like that wouldn't go very well for them if they're sitting in the middle of the street and someone saw them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, don't, yeah. don't recommend it. Don't but, recommend but it. But also, so what had happened was, um, I was at, uh, I was at a fraternity house, which the, some of their houses are kind of out, um, mm-hmm. their little party houses. Um, 
Well, they went to a monster truck rally in Houston. Hell yeah. Um, took buses out there. And Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. And I woke up, similar, <laughs> similar theme here. I stay up all night, and then the next day when people are, like, getting up to do stuff is yeah. when I'm typically crashing. So they were going to this monster truck rally. I wake up. No one is there at all, which is really weird feeling when you're in yeah. a foreign place and don't mm -hmm. know anybody really to start with. Um, but I was like, I guess I got to just better start walking. Yep. These boots are made for walking, <laughs> baby. So. Yeah, I've done that. I've had to uh, – I've hitchhiked What's before. the farthest you've ever had to walk? Um, probably, so I, I got hitch, I hitchhiked. So one night, like this was back when, you know, I was a little bachelor, uh, 7th street, hung out with this, uh, girl and she immediately, like when we got, like I, she was just too intoxicated. And so I was like, all right, I'm just going to like leave. I do, I can't, I don't want to. Like, I don't want her to, I just wanted to get out of there. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. you, you don't want to. Yeah, it was just a bad situation. So uh, I didn't have a ride, and I was going to call somebody. But as soon as I stepped out of her house, my phone died. And this is over – I lived at this time out in Alito. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's like 45 minutes away driving. And uh, <laughs> my phone's dead, and it's like, you know, I don't know, 3 in the morning, something like that. And so I'm just uh, walking from basically the TCU area. <laughs> God. And I just like honestly, I just was a little in like I was intoxicated, so I was like thinking it was funny. I was like putting my thumb out, like I was hitchhiking. <laughs> Some dude just pulled over and he's like, "Hey, are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, I just you know my phone's dead." And he's like, well, "Where do you need to go?" He took me all the way to Benbrook, and then I picked got another ride, just nice. got home. Yeah, but yeah, that was probably the farthest. Uh, yeah, that I've had to like go. I've actually had I picked up hitchhikers before. Same. So it's, it's karma, yeah, baby. I've done that. It's yeah. karma, I guess. I, dude, I tell you, when I got out of the uh, downtown facilities one time, mm -hmm. um, the uh, that was probably the longest I ever had to walk. Um, you, you didn't my, have anybody didn't have pick a, you up? didn't have my phone. Oh. Didn't really feel like calling anybody. Yeah. And my truck was... You uh, needed some self-reflection. <laughs> <laughs> those are some good self-reflection I got a times. lot of that, yeah. When you're in that. those situations, and I have some buddies, too, that have had to, like, walk a very far place. Yeah. And honestly, it's kind of fun. It puts you in those, like, you know when it snows and everyone everything? I think I've said this before. All right, and I'm going to have to back up. Michael Jordan, game six. He was sick, right? And people were like, why did he play so well? What was going on that he, like... How did he get to play that well when he was like had a hundred and one or hundred and two fever? Right, and he was like, "It's because like I hyper focused on every play because it's like I got to put in all my energy until the ball goes out of bounds, and then like you know I got to make it for this shot, and then I can take a little bit of a break." So it's like with the snow too. When you're driving, it's like you're hyper focused because it's like okay, I got to turn this corner. And so people like if I asked you what you did over snow, break, like that's the last time we had snow, you would probably be able to remember a lot of the things you did, right? Yeah. Same thing when you're like walking around and you're just like basically in survival mode. It puts you in this like hyper focus mode when you're you remember so much about that day. You remember yeah. so much about like being in a you were high on acid, but you remember you know where you were at. You remember who picked you up, probably yeah. the color of the truck. Like you, it's it, it puts you in a different type of uh, mindset that yeah. is like very cool. And I know it's like <laughs> yeah. we're gonna have some bad weather this week. And like when the what how last time it happened, 
the our power went out and like i was super hyper focused like trying to figure out okay how are we gonna get power back on where's our candles where's our flashlights let's play some go fish like yeah and to add to that is i was telling b last night somebody gave me advice one time and it it sounds stupid but it was like it really changed my perspective but they were like if you're gonna get dirty get dirty Mm -hmm. and same thing with sports uh and to come full circle uh, one of the concerts I was telling you about on the break, it was it was fucking pouring rain. Yeah. Right? But if you can embrace it, you know what? Yeah. It's pouring rain. Yep. It's going to be cold. Yep. Beer's going to get slung on you. Um, but guess what? Let's get wet. Let's get partying. And once you shift that perspective, just yeah. like MJ, I'm sick as fuck. I got a yeah. hundred and something degree fever. Yep. Let's you, do this. You either kick it to that next level or you just like... Say hey, I gotta get taken out, kind of a thing, and uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so it's like that's that's kind of the, what I'm getting at with uh, the Whiskey Myers concert. Like it was out in the middle of nowhere. Everyone was getting muddy and dirty. It had rained. Like beer was getting slung. Like everyone was just ready to have a good time. Yeah. And when that song came on, like I said, like it just like I mean, and they were they had screens on, so like, and they were like showing the crowd. It was just such a good show you know what i mean man i'm getting excited just yeah. thinking about it yeah. there uh <laughs> i went to a buddy's show last night too he had, he did a really good job i hadn't hadn't seen him before um but it made me like i i know that you're busy but uh it made me like once wanted to watch i love coming to your shows yeah and uh you know they're they're like very intimate shows too i think so like the ones that i went to you were yeah. uh you know like just Oh, like I, uh, one the so one in Granberry, so one you know, so a couple of them. In the stock <laughs> that show. was a nightmare. Yeah, that was that was not not the best, but that was kind of a last minute like for preparation. Yeah, that wasn't was, your fault. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, I just like I wanted I want to get back into it. Honestly. I think in the last ten years, that's that's one of the worst shows I ever had. That's all right. Don't worry. But about so it. that's funny that you mentioned that. But but um, just to add to that, it's your mood. Mm-hmm. plays a huge part of like do i want to be crazy do i want something intimate yeah um, and what you have going on in your life there's so many things right. and i know that people are you, you guys are listening saying dude you're reaching you're really it's too deep um but when you do play music yeah you notice that and you feed off that energy dude yeah and of, like, i could tell you i had a show at um one of the shows i played at mule barn the energy I knew before a single note came out, like this is going to be a fucking great show. Yeah, yeah, that's a great feeling. Uh, you know, I played some shows before. the The one I will say, like, it was just like an impromptu show. We put it on for one of my friends. He had like an emo themed birthday party, and uh, I had some of my friends. Like, I was putting it was going to be at my house, so I was putting it on, and I had a bunch of my friends that were musicians. Some that even weren't that like. I was like, "Hey, can we? Can y'all get a band together and like play?" And they did. And it, like, uh, I think that they're like, "Hey, but we can you sing for us?" And so it was like kind of a last minute thing. I remember this, yeah. And uh, <laughs> because of that, like, so we it was like one of the most fun I've ever had playing live. Like, because it's a bunch of oh, it's all my friends. Yeah, it's all my friends. It's almost like a karaoke. You know, we're we're singing like old emo songs, like Yellow Card and My Chemical Romance, and like you know. Everyone's just singing along, and it was so much. Someone threw their underwear at me. Like it was just like <laughs> it was so fun. Uh, 
and we kept doing it, you know, year after year, and then it kind of fizzled out after the pandemic. But uh, that was uh, th- those kind of shows are fun, where it's almost like you don't know what to expect in a sense, but like what you bring to the table or what like uh, just how things unfold can you know, and that's turn it into it. That's the thing about being on the road too, um, is that energy. You'll go to some of these towns, and it's like I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, but then there's other, other shows where it's, it's on. So, um, I tell you what, you, you mentioned, uh, Caitlin Clark. Yeah. Um, let's take a break. Let's take a break. We got Easter too. We haven't talked about the Easter Easter. bunny. We haven't even gotten to that. Um, yeah, we got, yeah. Stick with us for about another, I don't know, another segment and, uh, it's gonna be worth it. And it will be worth it. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Hello, friends. Welcome back. When we left off, uh, you know, it's March. March Madness is going on. I'm not, I'm going to admit, I'm not the biggest college basketball fan, which is wild because my mom is like the biggest OU basketball fan of all time. (laughs) She goes to all the games. Uh, It didn't rub off on me whatsoever. Um, But I want to, there's something that I want to talk about. Uh, So, Women's March Madness. they're, you know, Iowa, there's this girl on the team, uh, Caitlin Clark, and they, they're they saying, like, she's, like, one of the best, uh, like, female, uh, like, NCAA basketball players of all time. And I the reason why, like, I bring her up is because uh, she's getting, like, the Joe Burrow treatment. Remember when Joe Burrow, like, during the, the playoffs and he was, you know, about to go against uh, Patrick Mahomes and everyone was, like, on, you know, Joe Cool's side. It was they, Team Burrow. You know, it was Team yeah. Burrow all the way. And, like... Uh, I had some, even some, uh, some, some like friends of mine uh, that don't watch ba- or football that were like, uh, well, they're they're from the LGBT community, and they're like, hey, so who, this this Joe Burrow guy, like, what's what's his whole situation? What's his story? Yeah. And uh, they're like, I'm like, I don't know what it is about him, but he's attractive. And I think Caitlin uh, Clark is getting the same like treatment. She's, uh, you know, I'm a red blooded man. <laughs> But, uh, you know, she's just, like, a, a normal-looking girl, and I think Joe Burrow is kind of the same way. I think it's probably how they, like, carry themselves, in a sense, the, uh, the confidence. Think, yeah. If, if, if but, you, like, yeah. I, I just want to say, the, real quick, yeah, is I, I, maybe it's a realness factor. Yeah, it could be, because it could be, like, she's just, you know, she's from a school, and, and you know, fly over America, you know what I mean? Sorry, Iowa. But, uh... I used to wear your hat all the time. That y'all have a sick logo. Okay, I do like wear. I mean, whatever doesn't matter. But you're right. She she's getting that like. It's like, dude. Uh, she looks like she was, uh, you know, my ACT tutor. Yeah, like uh, there. And I'm not saying anything. I mean, she's a great basketball player, but she's there's some thirsty comments on every video that I see her in. It's like that's mommy. I love her. That's mommy. Do we still have this one? Let's see. <laughs> Mommy milker. We do. Okay. We do so, yeah. <laughs> all right. But they have a bunch of those comments like, that's mom. Or like, I'm obsessed with her. I love her. And uh, I think it's just because, like, she's, like, gotten her, you know, she's in that, like. She's getting lots of flowers. She's getting lots of flowers right now. Um, which is, I'm not saying is undeserved. She's, like, definitely killing it right now. But. Uh, she could be a chemistry teacher. Yeah. Like, she, like, exactly. Uh, 
But uh, what, what I'm getting at too is, do you remember back in the day? So Little League World Series, yeah. we Fort Worth had a ball club that went all the way. Yeah, West we, Side. West Side. We were uh, we were about that age, or we were that age. It was some of your homies that you went yeah. to school with. I had a couple friends that were on the team. Uh, yeah, and they went and they played uh, in the, cha- the USA Championship, if I remember correctly, yeah. against Kentucky. Yeah, when they right? do uh, extra innings. Extra innings. And yeah. uh, they unfortunately didn't win. But, dude, if I remember, like, every girl that I went to school with and every girl just in my life had the biggest crush, <laughs> biggest heart on, bricked up for Walker Kelly. So, and for yeah. like all the other dudes. Like, Walker Kelly was the pitcher for this. You got Robert Ratliff. Robert Ratliff. Um, yeah, I think he played first base. Yeah. Like, yeah, so some of our other homies that were, you know. But I want to add to that what you just said is this was over the course of the summer. Yeah. So, so we had already started school, and yeah. these kids weren't in school yet because yeah. they were on national television. Yeah, they were. Um, so and when you're in the sixth grade and yeah. you're on national television just yeah, absolutely crushing people it. People were having posters of them. I remember, like. Yeah. So just there was this girl that, like, her and my her brother and my brother played soccer together. So I would like, we'd hang out on Saturday and dude, she'd like be like, I have a signed poster from Walker Kelly. I'm like, dude, that kid's my age. Like, dude, they were signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, here's the thing. I, uh, I played baseball that year. I got into, so how this system works with uh, Little League World Series, you have, you get, after you play, you get thrown into either an all-stars team. Okay. So my all-stars team would play, you know, other all-star teams from, uh, Fort Worth, and if you won that tournament, you just moved, kept moving up, kept moving up to like you know, uh, and then you get to be Texas, you know, it'd be Southeast, Southwest, whatever. Then you would like, and they got that far. They, I mean, they played probably like eighty games. I feel like. Oh yeah, and I mean, uh, the yeah, I think we lost to them. Uh, if we didn't, then like we lost to somebody who lost to them because we were in that tournament like starting out, you know. And like I had never met anybody on my team before. They were all like kids from other teams that yeah. I, that's, you know. So it went from um, like I was university. Yeah, that's what that was it. And then from there, you know, there's different branches of little league locally, and then it goes to you know kind of regionals um, to state. Yeah, and then from there, you're, you're at a national scale. Um, yeah, all stars were always interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know any of it. I was I, the only kid that knew English on my team. I was. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm being serious. I was typically um, like when I would make it to all stars. Um, I'll put it this way: there was only one or two kids from my team usually ever that made it to all stars. Mm-hmm. But then you had other teams where half their team was. You know, it felt yeah. it felt like yeah um, was there's some politics there yeah uh, I'd say, um, but um, the whole little league thing, looking back on it, was just as much uh, intense in certain ways as some of the high school football yeah it was. as far as like dads being involved oh hell yeah and yeah I want to I want to talk about this for a little bit more and then. You just actually unlock something from from my memory. I got a story too. All right, go well, for just, it. This one has to do with this last weekend. Uh, Lightning, uh, Alex's team. Yeah, Lulu's how they do? Son, they they lost. They had their first loss. They <sighs> lost like in the last minute. They had they were up one, and then you know one to one, and then they scored again. So they were up two to one, and then you know a little slow roller roll between the 
I mean, these kids are eight, all right? So, <laughs> I mean, it's not. But I told myself, you know, I'm not going to be that that dad or that stepdad or that parent that is going to be, uh, you know, like very like yelling. You know what I mean? I'm not yelling at the ref. That's not me, right? But I, uh, I'm not going to be the one that's like embarrassing kids. You're not getting booted off the field. Yeah, like thought this was America. That's like this. That's uh, how we grew up. Stan Marsh from uh, not Stan, his dad. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's how we grew up. Thought this was America. Uh, but so anyway, I was, uh, you know, I just sometimes, you know, he uh, Alex is seven. So he's out there, and he's playing really well, but then they throw him onto defense, and I play defense. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, so I got a little bit of insight that I need him a to know. Intel. I need to let him know, but he's on the other side of the field, so what do I do? You got to yell. I got to Yeah, I did, but he couldn't hear me, so what else do you got to do? You got to get over there. You got to get your ass. Oh, you... so I went behind the goal, and I stood right where he was at, and I was <laughs> talking to him like, hey, dude, like, Hey, you got to get up. You got to push up. Push like I'm like yelling, not yelling at him. Yeah. I'm like telling him he's just like, raising your vocal. Also. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you got to get up there. Like you I can't love be... how you don't want to admit you were yelling. Yeah, okay. I was yelling a little bit, <laughs> but I was standing behind the goal and I was like, you know, giving him instructions. And I'm like, oh shit, my dad used to do this to me every <laughs> Saturday. Like when I played select with you, like it was my dad and Taylor Rogers' dads. They were the, always the two dads that were just like yelling and it used to embarrass the shit out of me yeah and uh you know i get it now <laughs> i get the other side of it like you there's you got there's something you got to get out for them to know uh and you know i'm, I'm hoping uh it, 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 he got it but they lost so mm. didn't work too well but anyway yeah i mean I, I, i've unlocked that part of me that uh, i told myself that i would never do growing up i was like when i have a kid i'm never gonna treat him this way and now I'm fucking over there behind the goal, like. Just trying there. to help. I think yeah. you're coming from the. You want to help? Yeah, dude. Um, going back to little league. Um, I used to play shortstop. Hell yeah! And yeah. I used to pitch. Same in little league. Same here. And I, I had a few pitches at a pretty young age. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't the the strongest out there pitching. Yeah. Um, you had some. But yeah. I had I could switch it up on them, That's and nice. I had a fastball, I had a, a palm ball, changeup, and a curveball. Yeah. Um. Now, speaking of parents getting a little, yeah, little live with it. Mm -hmm. Um. Two live crew. We were playing the best team. Um, in our league, hands down. Yeah. Um. Their pitcher's dad, um, our coaches didn't like at all because he had kind of rigged some shit uh, okay. during the draft uh, early oh, on in yeah, the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was playing dirty, man. Um, so his son's up to bat, mm. and I'm pitching. They are up on us a few runs. If you guys remember, Nolan Ryan ha was a big part of our life. Yeah. Uh, I hope that's where the story's going, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, I don't know it went that far. But um, so I'm nervous as fuck. And I'm thinking they're going to pull me and put in a different pitcher because mm. these guys have already seen me. Like they've already had a look at, yeah. at what I'm throwing. Yep. So I'm like, I'm probably about to get pulled. 
um, because they had two guys on. It was two outs. Mm. It, it was like, it felt like a damn World Series to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, as the story would go, um, dude, we end up in a full count situation. Ooh. Okay. Um, my dad comes out to the mound. Oh, he's your coach? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. At okay. the time. And uh, time. So, time. Yeah. So, uh, and I knew all the umpires out there from my brother playing. Uh-huh. And like, you know, I, I knew. I had a good idea of uh, really like what you can get away with in a, in a strike zone in little league. Gotcha. Um, you knew their their strike zones. I knew their strike zone. Now here's the thing: when you're playing little league, you got some guys that have hit a gross spurt and some that haven't. Mm-hmm. So your strike zone is changing all over the place. Uh, hell yeah! Uh, my dad comes out and he's like, "Hey, you, you know, you got this. Just just breathe. Um, the worst thing that happens." Is you know you don't come home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing that happens is you leave one hanging and he hits it out for mm-hmm. a, you know, and then he drives in three runs. If he if he makes contact, you know, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Just trust yourself. It's one of those things. Yeah. But at the same time, I knew what my dad was really thinking was like, just just do your best, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Who knows what's about to happen? Yeah. So. Dude, I had thrown absolute just garbage at this kid. Mm. And his dad pulls him. His dad comes down from the dugout, third base area. And I won't say his name. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he walks off, and they have a quick little timeout meeting while, mm-hmm. you know, getting ready. And I guarantee you what his dad was telling him was no matter what, don't swing. Just don't swing. You're going to get on base. And, um, bro, when I tell you, I went to throw a curveball. And I think I was so nervous that my hand just slipped it. Like, I I just held on a little too long. And that ball fucking, it was dirty. And, I mean, it hit the dirt before the plate. And (laughs) this kid swung. Are you serious? And I've never seen a dad come that unglued on his own son. Like, wow. in the middle of a game, I mean, throwing shit. I mean, it was fucking wild. Wow. And I look over at Yeah, your dad. dad. And, dude, it was the best feeling in the world. One of them, I felt like at the time, <laughs> striking this, like, all-star out. That's fucking At sick. a moment where he had every right to just crush it. Yeah. Um. So, dude, those, 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 uh, those days are long gone, but I tell you what, the I think feelings stay though. Yeah, legends uh, never die. Also, Hell yeah, baby, they're making a movie. I heard about uh, the West Side, the the Little League World Series yeah. that year. I hope Keanu Reeves comes back and is the uh, coach or something or <laughs> that kind of story. I like. It. <laughs> yeah, uh, hardball, uh-huh. baby. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what the movie's gonna be. I think I have a good idea what they're going to base it around. That's interesting because, like, we we didn't even make it. I think it's going to be the storyline behind it. Yeah. Um, they really – they kind of were, like – I mean, and maybe this was just because they were everywhere around here, but it seemed like they were kind of everyone's favorite. And Kentucky was kind of like that. Everyone uh, wanted Fort Worth to – yeah. Yeah, I think it was because, like, uh, you know, Kentucky, they've got the bats, you know, Louisville Slugger. Louisville Slugger, yeah. They got, you know, they're they're 
born and bred to play uh, baseball over there. Uh, Some of those kids just look mean. Yeah, it's kind of like the Iceland situation in Mighty Ducks <laughs> or, you know, the Russia versus the United States in hockey. A lot of hockey, you know, things for my hockey fans out there. Um, and uh, also the Little ho- Giants and Dallas of, Cowboys. What kind like, of hockey podcast following yeah. us now after the last hockey clip? Hell so. yeah. <laughs> That's good to know. Well, yeah, so we're in the fourth, third period shit. Yeah, forget we're in the third, third period. period. Uh, before we go, I want to talk a little bit about Easter. Um, we've got Easter's coming up. Yeah, right? yeah. By the time this comes out, uh, it'll be you should be putting out your Easter Easter baskets. Yep. Uh, I remember you told me a story one time about when you were in rehab and you had not a man hunt, a scavenger hunt, an Easter egg hunt for eggs. Mm-hmm. And you said watching <laughs> tweakers. Yeah, yeah. So um, this yeah. was – I went to several places um, throughout the years. This was one of those places that they tried to uh, take the, the more holistic route sure. of rehab. So they actually let you have some fun and um, go do do things and whatever. But yeah. um, one, one of the things was um, they put on a big Easter egg hunt. And, That's so uh, fucking funny. I was at the the – like, um, kind of a transitional phase between being impatient to, um, I, I, I was helping out. Yeah. More of a counselor situation or a guidance, like, uh, it is helping out with okay. what they needed. Um, I, I wouldn't say I was fit to give that much <laughs> advice, but, again, uh, yeah, we're not, we don't have our PhDs. Yeah. Again. Uh, well at the time we didn't, but, uh, oh yeah. So we got to, hide all these easter eggs now nowadays i've hidden easter eggs for friends kids yeah nieces nephews nephew yeah i don't think you've truly lived till you've done an easter egg hunt for uh people that are detoxing off methamphetamines (laughs) heroin they're chasing that dragon baby uh i mean you've got guys that are two three weeks detoxed You've got guys that are three months into a program, mm-hmm. and then you got guys that are carrying around a trash can, um, and they're kind of just hanging out on the sidelines. What does that mean, trash They're can? puking. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, they're still shaking. Um, right. And, yeah, man, this this Easter egg hunt would go down <laughs> all time, one of my favorite Easter egg hunts ever, because you would have thought they thought there was money in there. Yeah. You would have thought they don't know what the fuck's going on. There, in there were pills and all kinds of goodies in there. Like mm-hmm. they got into it. So the environment, we talked about the environment earlier in the episode. It was the stage was set, my yeah, friends. They were getting dirty. It really was. Yeah. They embraced the situation because it was almost so ridiculous mm-hmm. that all these grown ups are gonna go look for <laughs> Easter eggs. Um but inside, they had cool little like prizes, and they had little things like it. It, it was it was really nice thing to do That's for cool. them. Um, but I will never forget, like you've got Skeletor looking dudes out there, oh, yeah. all sucked up. <laughs> uh, just I mean, and then you got guys that are walking right by these <laughs> some of these eggs that you know because you got it just like a, a children. You, yeah, you, you give them a few. Yeah, you'll you, leave you one laying in the middle of the, the yard. Grass. Yep. Yeah, and it's kind of scattered about. Yeah. Um, it was interesting, the dynamic of it, really, because um, some of them were, like, stealth mode. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, crawling around bushes. And, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
And then other guys are like, I don't want to fucking be here. Like, <laughs> fuck this. Like, I don't want to. Fuck even... this place. Yeah. So you got to see it all. Uh, you really did. Dude, you know what would have been insane? If uh, you were like, hey, so there is a gold Easter egg out there. And it is basically a sign-off ticket to let you get out of this rehab. <laughs> if you find that ticket, you can get out of here. <laughs> and it's just like, puts them in that extra gear, you know. But And there's no ticket. Uh, I'm excited. We we're going to do some Easter egg hunts. We were going to actually do some last weekend because uh, I think they had some going on. But I'm, I, I, you know, I'm on the other side of it now. Uh, I'm the one that's putting out the eggs, and it's been fun. I, I it's, putting out Easter eggs and then having them walk right past them, and you're just like, you little fucking idiot. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Oh you're yeah, just like you stupid little fucker. You don't know where this egg is. It's right in the gutter. You don't know where that's at. You don't know where this fucking egg is. Nephew has been practicing for weeks. <laughs> they got these little, uh, they're like little Nerf balls. They're not even really eggs. Mm, yeah, I know what you're Some talking about. Some of them are eggs, but they've just been scattering them throughout the house. But I, I went over there recently, and he was like, Tom, 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 Tom. <laughs> and he hands me this this little bucket, an insider, you know. Yeah. And he wanted to practice. Um, and so we, we practiced. The kid's good. That's, he's, he's a good he's got an eye he's got an eye we uh my dad used to do this thing it was a bit that he would do uh he would like there was these disgusting eggs like they were uh i don't even know what they were they were kind of like like hard but they were marshmallow and they were uh anyways he would hide he hit them around the house and we were older so it wasn't like it was just kind of like, hey, I put him around the house. And he didn't tell anybody. He just like, I was like, hey, what's this? He's like, oh, yeah, I hit some <laughs> eggs. And then what he would do is he had a bunch of them. So he, every once in a while throughout the year, like, I mean, we're talking like around Christmas time, I'd find one. But I would be like, dad, where? And he's like, oh, you just found that one? Yeah. But he would do it the day before. Like there was one time <laughs> the toilet stopped up and I had to fix the toilet. So I knew that there was no egg in there. Well, fast forward like, you know, two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> Same toilet stopping up, so I'm trying to fix it. There's an egg in there. I'm like, what? <laughs> and this is like, you know, in October or some shit. And I'm like, where did this come from? He's like, oh, you just found that? I mean, this is back in May, dude, or March, April. Like, you're just now finding these eggs. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> but so uh, I'm going to probably try to do something like that. Uh, I think that's a funny bit, and I'm going to try to do that with uh, my stepkids. There you go. Yeah, we're uh, we're going to... Uh I tell you what, uh, these country clubs and these these different schools, and mm -hmm. I mean, the Easter egg hunts of today are wild. Yeah, and I will say, going to the mall and taking your picture with an Easter egg bunny or Easter egg with the Easter bunny, mm -hmm. that's scarier than Santa. Have you seen like sometimes they look like fucking demonic? Dude, I wanted to dress creatures. up as the Easter bunny. Uh, one of my friends. Everyone was like, "No, that's weird." Um, and I was like, "Well, uh, let's see if I have a picture of it." I think it's hilarious. One of our homies from college, your me and your homie, uh, we give him a shout out every once in a while. Uh, McGuire, he was the, he was an Easter <laughs> bunny one year, or I think it was last year. I saw a video <laughs> of him, and uh, it's the fucking funniest looking thing. He looks like he's jacked. He's just like a jacked Easter bunny, <laughs> yeah. and he's walking around and like his nephew or whoever it is is just scared shitless. Oh man, and he's like trying to be nice. McGuire's one of the nicest guys, and uh, yeah. he's scaring kids left and right. <laughs> so uh, parents out there, just you know, 
Easter eggs. Dude, uh, it's, yeah, I never. I mean, while we're talking about McGuire, shout out. I think they had a winning season. Uh, basketball, uh, basketball wise, it, who McGuire? In what he's coaching? No, that's a my other buddy. That's uh, Jake Brown. Unless uh, McGuire is a basketball coach that I don't know about. I know he tutors kids every once in a while. Uh, helps with that. Is but, he just showing up to the games for? Fun? Yeah, I think he probably is. <laughs> but no. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure, but we'll give everybody a shout out. I know one of my buddies is a, a coach up there, head coach. Just trying to give them their flowers. Yeah. Um, okay. So guys, have a hoppy Easter. Um, have a you know. It's it also didn't. also by the way, I just want to let you guys know. I heard last night Taylor Swift uh, donated a lot of money to like the uh, food banks here in Tarrant County. That's awesome. And they're changing this weekend to Taylor Swift weekend. And they're also changing part of a big highway. I cannot remember. It's oh, it's right down the street from. Uh, it's Rain uh, Rain Hill. Where, uh, what's that big? <laughs> I don't know. They're changing the name of the street to Taylor Swift, like something. And oh, I thought wow. that was pretty cool. Anyways, have a happy Easter. Uh, <laughs> this is the PhD podcast. Give us the give us the socials. And hey, hide one of those eggs extra difficult level. Mm-hmm. Like, don't give them all away. Make yeah. them work for it a little bit. Make them work for it. Even if your child's a toddler or an infant, just you gotta hide. You, this is this is the chance to see which one of your children is smarter than the other ones. <laughs> Who has got a little bit more critical thinking? Post Hump Day. PhD. Yeah, uh, you can find us at Post Hump Day on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Everywhere you are, you can find us there. Appreciate you sticking around, and we'll see you on the other side.